are doing our thing. What's going on, party people? Hello, Sam, who is already Hi, in the Sam. chat. Uh, yeah, we had if we, we we have a brand new like wait screen like stream starting Ooh. soon stream thing stream screen sunscreen. <laughs> I don't know what SPF talking about. Yeah, um, yeah. I I made one for this podcast and I made one for uh, the review show. It's basically the same thing, just mm -hmm. all styled after the review show stuff. Uh, so fancy smanchy new uh weight screen stuff good uh and then of course we 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 have the the brand new look the the same mm -hmm. great taste uh for this <laughs> podcast as well uh more so cinnamon we the, sugar yeah we got the captain's log thing going on behind us i also made one this week for um the reactor core uh, nice so when, when we do the reactor core on Umbrella Academy season two, you will have that ready to go and everything will look all fit fancy. Yeah. That, yes, Sam, that was brand, brand new. It debuted <laughs> to you. Sam first. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Um Welcome. Ladies and gentlemen, to episode 106, I believe, of the Whatnots Captain's Log. My name is Kyle Springer, and as always, I am joined by my friend Melissa Wilkinson. Melissa, how are yeah. you? I'm good, Kyle. I'm sticky. You? Whoa, what? <laughs> <laughs> so, I, so I've just been wearing like a t-shirt all day. You know, I don't go anywhere. I don't see nobody, but I'm like, sure. how do you put on something slightly better for the podcast so i just like, grabbed this dress out of my closet i say like i was about to put on something sticky <laughs> no. for the podcast i the back of this dress like dips down like it has like the you see the neckline it's uh -huh. the same in the back it's symmetrical so like the top of my back keeps sticking to my chair <laughs> Which I didn't plan on, but at least I think this is going to make me have very good posture for the next hour and a half. Interesting. If I slouch, I'm gonna get sticky. That's so funny. Yeah, I've I I think like late at night, I I've sat in in this chair like once or twice when I'm not wearing a sh a shirt. I like <laughs> lean back and I'm like, oh yeah, that's leather. It's kind of sticky. Yep. <laughs> Yep, I also have a leather chair. This yeah. is the danger. <laughs> the, the dangers of leather chairs. <laughs> um, no, so, something that that was neat. That so we've we've t t talked in the past mm. about like certain small things. I'm just like, hey, this makes me feel good. This makes me feel like an yeah. adult. This makes me feel like I'm doing some kind of self care. Mm -hmm. Something. What yeah. is like the the most not necessarily expensive, but the most like adult thing you've ever bought uh, i bought a trifle dish trifle dish i don't you know what that, a trifle is i i know there's some people out there who certainly are trifling <laughs> it's, you know a trifle it's like a, a layered dessert and you can put that in anything you would put it in a heck and tupperware if you needed to but I wanted to put it in like the legitimate like glass dish on a pedestal, the way it's supposed to be served. So I spent twenty bucks and went to Bed Bath and Beyond, and I bought a trifle dish, which I used is, once for Thanksgiving. Is 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 this supposed to be like those uh, 
plates that have cakes on them and it's like the glass t top that you can just like display a cake uh in. no it's not like a cloche that's like where you've got like the glass cover that you Who pull names up these things it's it's french it means bell mm -hmm. <laughs> they want you to think uh I, no, no i that's a strange name but sure bell okay yeah oh no it doesn't have a cover to it i wish it had a cover Oh, because when you put the whole trifle in the dish, then I guess you just put, you know, saran wrap over the top and take it to whatever party you're going to. It's tricky to transport. I think in the future, I'll, I might only break it out for parties I have at my own house. But okay. yeah, I wanted professional glassware for specific fancy desserts. Interesting. I think, uh, I and I, I only ask this because it relates to the le leather chairs uh i uh -huh. think the most like adult slash expensive thing that i've i've, I've bought was a le 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 leather couch and that was not you? necessarily yes uh and that was not necessarily out of like a need of like i need a leather couch um but we so when we moved into the, the house that i'm in uh -huh. now uh the people that we uh, that were the tenants that were here before us. We uh -huh. knew them. Uh, and they left some of their furniture because uh, they were moving into, I guess, like a tiny home and traveling basically into, into an RVVVVVVV mm. type of thing and traveling stuff. Uh, and so they had these giant leather couches in the living room. And they were like, well, we... We kind of need to leave them here. Do you guys want to sell or like buy them and and and, and stuff? And uh, I I was like, sure, I'll split them if the other uh, roommates want to go, go in. So yeah, I technically own a leather couch, and it's okay. it's like a nice one. <laughs> it's not something that you would get from like IKEA or like find on Amazon. This is like IKEA couches you have to are go nice to, like, couches. The old furniture shop at first yeah. you owning part of a leather couch along with your roommates makes sense i thought you were telling me that you well, as an individual that, that is the thing solely owned a leather couch so that's that's the the thing like i i own one of them one of my other roommates owns the other one and the chair uh -huh. that okay goes with it so i have a leather couch, I guess. Wow, what a possession. <laughs> right. <laughs> I've been shopping around for new couches because the one I have is the one that was in my grandparents' house. So it is probably as old as I am, mm -hmm. which is why I have it. Like, we'd go spend weekends at my grandparents' house. I would sleep on the couch every time. That was my dedicated spot. So, like... I had a lot of sentimental attachment to the couch. Mm -hmm. And also I didn't want to buy a couch when I was in my early twenties getting ready to move out. So I'm like, well, let's take grandma and grandpa's old couch that we got after they both died. And I still have it. And I, my heart loves it, but I'm also like, this thing is looking ragged. I yeah. could get it reupholstered, but if I've had it for, if it's been around for 30 years and it's grown up with me and I'm pretty big, 
that that frame's gonna wear out. That ain't a frame that's probably gonna last forever. So I'm like, I'm eventually gonna have to get a new couch. Yeah. Oh, there was something. Now that you reminded me of that, in in my first apartment in college, um, I <laughs> so I moved into this apartment of guys that I kind of knew already. Uh-huh. I, I knew them from the church that I went to, went to, but I didn't really like know them, know them mm-hmm. yet. I actually knew one of the guys that was moving out as I was moving in. So I kind of replaced, uh-huh. re- replaced him. The funny thing <laughs> is his name was Kyle. As oh. well, <laughs> I, I, I was always just like, hey, you guys are upgrading your Kyle. Great. <laughs> uh, but uh, we, we had we had some some couches in the apartment. And I want to say it was like within the first week that I lived there, we broke one of the couches. <laughs> oh, uh, no. Just from like horsing around <laughs> and just doing stupid stuff. Mm-hmm. I don't remember what we were doing, but it was just like one of those apartments. It's like it's a bunch of college guys and they have shitty furniture and <laughs> stuff like that. So, mm-hmm. Good times. Good times. <laughs> yeah. Uh, let's see here. My staycation this p- p- yeah. past week was a blast. I I I took some uh some t- time off of work this past week and was just like, mm-hmm. you know what? I'm not doing any work. And that's what I told him, and that's what I did. Uh, <laughs> and it it was fantastic. I, like I didn't go anywhere. I didn't do a thing. I stayed in bed, played video g- g- games, watched TV. But I just didn't have to think. Uh, I mean, I didn't have to think in general, but I didn't <laughs> have to think about work or stuff like that. And sometimes, sometimes that's what you need to do. It's really nice to huh. just like not have a care in the world. What is your day like when you're done with a vacation and you go back to work? Not much different. <laughs> what? See, if that happened to me... I'd, I'd be buried. If I took three days off, the next day I came back to work would be like, okay, now you have to work 12 to 14 hours to uh, catch no, up on everything you I, didn't do. I, I did have to do some catching up, but my the thing is, if I'm not there at work, like things still kind of need to get done. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so instead of me doing all of the stuff that I need to get done, my supervisors will get the stuff done that like needs to go out and, and now. Um, so they'll do that. Uh, but yeah, there are some things though that, that they'll just be like, all right, this can wait till he, he gets back and you know, he, he can do that there. So I, I did have to play some catch up, uh, but it wasn't much. It wasn't too bad. Um, and that, 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 then again, I came back at the end of the week. So things were also kind of winding mm. down on top of that. So today was not bad, but it was good. But yeah, I mean, most of my day is, but especially here in quarantine has been like wake up at 9:30 or 10:30 depending on when i want what? to go in to work i'm technically there every day from 11 to 5 is when i've told them to expect me that okay. that is my my time cuz i'm still technically p- part time so that's that's why okay. i go, 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 go in late um but s- since i don't commute I am losing out on some hours, 
And mm. I like the first month or so of quarantine, I would wake up yeah, like 1030, 1045, roll out of bed, sign on, start working. And I I would get like an extra 15 minutes if everything was normal because the b- 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 bus would drop me off at my stop, uh, mm. which would get me there like 15 minutes early to work and when i clocked in it counted that extra 15 minutes even though it 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 like rounds to the nearest 15 minute mark so if i signed in at like uh let's say if i signed in at like 10 50 it signed me in at 10 45 oh instead so I, i would still get counted as those whole 15 minutes there and those 15 minutes kind of add up, which is kind of nice. Um, but I wasn't getting that in my like normal paycheck here in quarantine. Mm-hmm. And so I noticed that my paycheck started to like go, 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 go down some. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to start waking up early and just working longer to uh-huh. make up for that. Because uh, my, my schedule is flexible um, all that stuff. But I've been doing that so now at least like once or t- twice a week i wake up at like 9 30 instead and start work at 10 so do you eat it. breakfast not really not much of a breakfast person i am and i wonder if that's one of my greatest weaknesses in life and why i feel so far behind all other humans is that i have to eat a breakfast every morning i mean they do say it's the most important meal of the day, so technically you should be like <laughs> light years ahead of people. I feel like people just get more things done in their day when they don't eat breakfast, and all the time I spend making it, eating it, doing dishes, etc. Oh, <laughs> I wonder where my time goes. I want to see the sliding door yeah. of my own life where I don't eat breakfast. Like I, I like breakfast i like breakfast foods Mm. um the thing is i think what turned me off to eating right away is my dad used to make me breakfast all the time um just like every morning before high school and middle school too he would make me breakfast and it was amazing it was fantastic Um, it would normally be like pancakes or French toast or like an What, you get omelet. that on a weekly basis? A, like a daily basis, yeah. Um, what? Yeah, or he'd make me like ham, ham egg and cheese bagels or or, <sighs> stu- or stuff like that. Uh, and that's just what he, he, he liked to do. He was just like, hey, just let, let me make you some food. Wow, um, is this what you get for being an only child as you get like a custom elaborate breakfast every pretty day? Pretty much, pretty much. Uh, but that's the thing is I got tired uh, 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 of it. And just like <laughs> the like teenage boy in me was just like, I want sleep. Like, I, I'm sorry, dad, I love you. The food is great, but I want mm-hmm. sleep. And yeah, I, 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 I also like... It's it's not that I was turned off of those foods because I still love them, mm. but I just can no longer eat like first thing. Like my body needs to wake up a bit first uh-huh. before I can really chow down. I can have smaller stuff, but 
with like all of those pancakes and all of that French toast. It was heavy. That's a lot. Yeah. So I was just like, I like, I give me like some apple juice or something. <laughs> I'm good. Hey, don't make fun of me for my apple juice. I like apple juice. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't imagine what kind of sustenance you can get out of an apple juice that's really going to energize you for your day. Apples. <laughs> juice. <laughs> you can get juice. It has 100% concentrate in it. It helps me it concentrate. Helps you focus. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, yeah, I just, I like, I can't eat first thing. Now what I've I've been hoeing, uh, or I get I guess what I've kind of done at work is uh -huh. I would b bring like a granola bar, a thing of string cheese, uh, some applesauce, uh, and that's usually it as as like a pre lunch snack. That, that's usually like right when I get to work around a little. 11-ish is when I would start to eat that. Uh, but I would just take my time with it and be like, okay, I'm, I'm going to have the granola bar. Then 11.30 rolls around. Like, okay, string cheese time. <laughs> get there. Yeah, I don't know. But then, like, I don't ever do diets or stuff like that too mm -hmm. so i i t tend to inadvertently kind of do that like intermittent fasting thing where all the stuff that i eat is within like a smaller amount of time right mm. and then you just you don't eat for a longer period uh i i i, I don't know exactly how those things work i <laughs> guess it's supposed to be that you eat everything you need to within a period of like six to eight hours and then for like 14-ish, you just don't eat, right? Mm. And that's supposed to like, okay, well, it's burned through all of the food that you did eat. So now it's starting to burn through the fat. And I don't know. I don't do diets or gym <laughs> stuff. So I... I... <laughs> Maybe I ought to. But for me, it's like, well, I ate five salads this week. I went for a walk, and that ain't bad. I don't know. I'm That's living. Good. That's good. I got other. I got other things I'm focused on. Like I want to get better at meal planning. I made those five salads in advance. There you go. Good stuff. Yeah. Good yeah. Stuff. Time management is my main concern right now. I don't care what I'm eating. I just care like how efficiently I can prepare it. Well, now that I have completely bored you to death with my work. <laughs> routine and my uh -huh. breakfast routine melissa i wanted to talk about lucifer a little bit okay more. i am uh mostly i'm i'm like two-thirds of the way done with season two mm. of lucifer but this show got better oh, this show good. is is it yeah it's it's a great show uh, we both they, enjoyed it to begin with yeah, I, I don't know if she survives until season four or not, but they introduced uh like a the lab technician, the okay. character. Is this the woman who's on the thumbnail image in Netflix? 
Because one of the uh, rotating Netflix thumbnail images for Lucifer is this law enforcement lady who's not in season one, and I don't know who she is. It's It could be. I don't know if I've seen that particular one. The one mm. for me right now is L- L- Lucifer's actual like red devil <laughs> face. Wait, I, see, I haven't seen that one. I, I either get this oh. detective woman or I get Lucifer holding up the uh, auction placard with the number 69 yeah, or, on or it, which is always too. a treat. Yeah. Um, so I, so she, she, yeah, she's like the person who works in the lab. She studies all yeah. of the evidence and stuff and stuff like that she seems really yeah 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 young uh she seems like she's i don't know 26 28 around there uh but i i like her a lot she's fantastic she's a great character Um, and she's really cool but yeah just like the whole drama between the characters the tension is phenomenal um mm. the cases are starting to get more than just uh here's just a one-off case okay, of the week good. they're starting to kind of here's a little bit of a larger case that is happening Ooh. between two or three of the things there um and then there's some family drama and stuff like that happening between the cases that is really really good but it's doing something that is really strange okay there there has been at least two arguably three moments so far in season two that are arguably season finale worthy moments Uh uh-huh yeah like uh, they they, there was a certain character that died and all of this stuff and just like this the whole like event of this character being there and dying and all of this stuff was just like what is going on this is intense oh my goodness (laughs) and then that was like episode six of like 18 (laughs) for season two, two and it was just like what is going on there's more (laughs) <laughs> okay here we go and then yeah like i there was something else that happened at like episode like nine and it was just like this is the mid-season finale my goodness like, yeah. so i i it's a little bit strange to, to me because i'm not used to having shows have that many big moments and then still yeah. continue on with these <laughs> <laughs> I, I feel like that's probably something that shows when I was a lot younger did, but I just never really mm-hmm. noticed or paid attention to, or it, they still weren't getting into the, like, stronger narrative stories and stuff like that. Because I remember, like, X-Files back in the day, which you're, you're our, our resident X-Files yes. expert. Um, but, I, like, I also... So I, I haven't seen much, but I don't remember them, like, eventizing, like, and don't miss the season finale, where there's, like, some big thing. It was it was just like, okay, that's it for this season. We'll be back in two months, you know? They had some big season finales. Maybe they did. Maybe they did. But, I yeah, I, I'm just not used to a show having, yeah. like multiple season finale mm-hmm. like t- t- 
hype moments in a single season. So I'm wondering if that is partly why it eventually got canceled. <laughs> Tinfoil hat is now on. Okay. Alrighty. I I I don't have much more to it than that of, of just like what if this structure was so weird that people were like, Oh, I thought it was done I, I didn't know it was oh. continuing like i and then they <laughs> like, like people were counting the episode order and they're like god oh, th- that seems like a finale so yeah. i guess i'm not tuning in next week because i presume we're done maybe i don't know huh. people are d- 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 dumb some some t- t- times i don't know but but yeah i'm i'm really enjoying season two of lucifer Good. I'm gonna. I did really enjoy that show. I'll have to pick up the rest of that at some point. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I know you've been watching Umbrella Academy season two because we're, yes. we're about to uh, do a reactor core on that one on the road. You, you you said you were how many episodes you had left? Uh, there's ten episodes, right? Yes. And I I think I've watched eight of them so far. Okay. Good stuff. Thumbs up. Yeah. Thumbs down. Yeah. Yes. Thumbs in the middle. No. Thumbs up. Yes. Thumbs up. Okay. Yeah. I've 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 heard really really good things. I'm watching it as well. I think I'm on like episode six or seven. Okay. Uh, so I'm just a little shortly before you there. Have you already gotten to the Backstreet Boys number? I don't know. <laughs> this is a show with a lot of <laughs> needle drops, a lot of musical montages, and there's one where they play the Backstreet Boys Backstreet's Back, all right? And it's uh, I don't it's, it's I don't good. think it's I really I have one. that one. I think you'd remember. I mean, you don't forget when the Backstreet's are back. All right. <laughs> all right. <laughs> um I like I'm trying to Kind of figure out a way to say where I'm at without spoiling it for people out there. Um, Before Backstreet Boys, after Backstreet Boys. Yeah, the Backstreet Boys are not back yet. Um, okay, all right. Uh, uh, no, so I, I think just <laughs> they just had to, they just realized that they're going to have to disband the cult. Okay, yes. If yeah, that that's sense. before. That is before Backstreet comes back. Okay, I'm like, I'm like right around the, there shortly after that. But yeah. Okay. Um, but yeah, good, good stuff so mm-hmm. far. But I will save my full thoughts for the reactor core, of course. Um, yes. But I'm, I'm enjoying it. I have some things I don't like though. Hmm. Um. Or I, I. Yeah, so one one thing that I don't like in particular, uh, but I'm hoping that changes by the end of the show, or end of season two. We'll see. We'll see. Mm-hmm. But good stuff. I'm yeah. That show is a lot of fun. It is. It's just it's it's that like weird nonsensical. Let's just have a blast and do stupid things and get into trouble and. <laughs> It it's so good and the music is fantastic. So, yeah, great stuff. Great stuff. Uh huh. I, I going on there. I saw a lot of people uh, 
being like, hey, if you get, if you guys like this, don't forget to go watch Doom Patrol. Yeah, watch that because that is the same kind of like fantastically strange and mm-hmm. weird superhero stuff. I like so good things there. Uh, but yeah, we are doing another episode of the Reactor Course soon. You were the one that suggested this. Yeah. Which I'm excited about. Um, we're kind of in a like a unique opportunity to to do that there, since we've already covered season one on uh, what you call it the the review show. You know that one podcast that we do with the, the red the you created background. and named. Yes, yeah, <laughs> that one. Uh, yeah, so I'm I'm excited for season two to talk about that. I, mm-hmm. I think. This weekend or early next week is when we'll be recording that, so be on the lookout for all of that stuff down the road. Ye people out there, ye landlubbers, I don't know why I'm in such a pirate mood today. That's Uh, what I decided to go with, with the uh, I think it speaks to a craving for rum uh, and citrus. Citrus would be nice, yeah. Yeah, yeah, make sure you don't get any scurvy. Scurvy's bad. Did you ever play... Oh, there had to have been a different name for it. Remember when the Pirates of the Caribbean movies were first starting to get big? Or, yes. Or, or, like, they, they had been big for a while. I, I think the third one maybe just came out. Uh, but they had a Pirates of the Caribbean dice game it's the one that they played in the movie but they sold like the like get the board game now blah 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 you know buy it at target i don't i don't remember this man at at my summer camp my church's summer camp this is one of the things that we used to do all the time we would play pirates dice i don't think it was the official rules or I don't know if we had the actual like board game and we just t- t- took the d- 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 dice and the cups and stuff like that. But we had a whole g- game where we would just play pirates d- 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 dice. And that was like the thing t- 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 to do. It was fantastic. It was great. Mm-hmm. I'll have to see if I can remember how to play it or so. Yeah. That, may, that may have been the actual game game but i just for some reason felt like we weren't playing it right we just made up (laughs) our own thing but i don't know i the big game of my middle school i think a little bit in high school too but mostly in middle school uh it was lord of the rings monopoly Uh, oh god i have a story to tell about this it was great ah! Uh, I so continue on yours no. first before, before <laughs> I basically interrupt it. you. And in elementary school and middle school, I was in a gifted program. <laughs> and in middle school, it was like a separate room off of the library that you could just go hang out in periodically throughout mm-hmm. the day if like you already finished your work in another class or like it was slow or something like that. So we'd go hang out. It was called Sale. For students actively investigating learning. Interesting. Okay. Yes. And it was just filled with like... More like suckers actively investigating learning, if you ask me. (laughs) Got him. It was filled with, I don't know, like smart kid stuff, I guess. Okay. Othello, 
Blockus, Smart Blockus? Kid Games. The hell is Blockus? Like Blocus? Blocus? It's like <laughs> that's. The, it's I think blasted. that's the b- British <laughs> version. <laughs> hey, that's Blocus. <laughs> Blockus, though. Uh, no, it was like um, Tetris, but a board game. Like you had these plastic polygonal pieces that you had to like fit together in a grid. I don't know. But one of these games we a had was tenogram? Lord of the Rings Monopoly. And we played it constantly. Okay. And then my parents bought me my own Lord of the Rings Monopoly. And I still have it. And we still bring it out at parties. Nice. And we would play it in Jack's basement. And we would find different ways to, I don't know, hack, not hack the game. But like we came hack up with nicknames planet. for we came up with nicknames for all the pieces or we'd replace like the little pewter Lord of the Rings figurines with like plastic Pokemon. So I'm not Galadriel. <laughs> I'm Clefairy now. <laughs> okay. Good stuff. God, I miss Monopoly. Uh, I was never much of a Monopoly fan. We- <laughs> so I got this Lord of the Rings Monopoly in like middle school, high school. I never had OG Monopoly. So whenever people make references to it, like, oh, that's a park place. or that's a, that's a St. James Avenue. Sure. Like, I don't Boardwalk totally Avenue. Get, yeah, I don't totally get what it means. I don't have that map. You're going to have to tell me, like, which one's back end, which one's Mordor. You mean this Mordor Avenue? Never heard of Boardwalk <laughs> Avenue. <laughs> but when I was nine, ten, ten, ten I think, uh, my mom took me to an anime store. Uh, ah, which yes. was a very big get for me. We had to drive all the way out to like St. Peter's to go to this anime store. The old anime store. Right. So, <laughs> And they sell like board games, gaming stuff there too. Mm-hmm. And my mom sees like a big collector's edition Monopoly game. And she's like, oh, I'm going to get this for your dad to play with his friends. Because my dad was having, he was going out to a buddy's house for like a guy's night that night. My dad's friends are all nerds. Mm-hmm. Just like my dad. She's like, oh, I'm going to get this for him. Like, they're all going to have so much fun. So she brings home this collector's edition Star Wars Episode 1 Monopoly oh, game. Oh, man. Not collective Star Wars. Episode 1 only. She brings it home to dad. Like, you can play with this with your friends. They love Star Wars. He looks at her. He's like, Anne, they're Trekkies. <laughs> So I did grow up with episode one Monopoly. Great. All I remember from it is like the funky little plastic Coruscant buildings that you had instead of houses and hotels and the moisture farm card. Because I... (laughs) Just the phrase... The phrase moisture farm just cracked us up. It still cracks me up. It's like cellar door. It's the best phrase in the English language. Moisture farm. That, that's almost as bad as just the word moist. Just just by itself, moist. How about a but moisture farm? But the word farm? moist, that's what, that's what allows the Skywalker family to earn a living across several generations. <laughs> if it wasn't for moist... Yeah, well, Luke wouldn't have any blue milk to drink. He'd be living off sand. No, thank you. No, thank you. Um, so, Buffalo Wild Wings. <laughs> hanging out yes. at, like, 
uh, some like teen church events thing. I don't remember what it was for exactly, but we were at this Buffalo Wild Wings for a long ass time. Um, we we one of the things that we would play back in the day was Risk. That would be our our big thing, just big long Risk games. Um, and a friend of mine got a collector's edition that was a Lord of the Rings risk. Mm. Uh, and yeah, it was the whole like Lord of the Rings map and you could go to Mordor and the Shire and all of that stuff. Uh, and, but it, yeah, like the collector's edition came with like real silver pieces and, mm. st- and stuff like that. It wasn't like fake me out chrome painted things like this is made from real silver uh not silver it's probably also pewter like my lord of the rings game well yeah but uh so he like he was so excited about this of like this is an expensive board game this is one of my favorite things one of my favorite movies like nobody fuck this thing up uh and and so we were we we brought it to Buffalo Wild Wings and we Kyle, you could stop right here. Yeah, bringing a collector. Yep, Risk has a lot of dang pieces to it, Kyle, and you're mm-hmm. gonna bring it to the innocent people of Buffalo I, Wild so Wings. This was not mine. This was okay. a friend of mine. This was no, his I know thing. You he didn't b- do this. brought it there. But yes, I agree with you a hundred percent. Risk and Buffalo Wild Wings don't mix. <laughs> well, not in the Buffalo Wild Wings. Take the oh, Buffalo we were... <laughs> Wild Wings to go to your house. <laughs> we put the risk in Buffalo Wild Wings, let me t- tell you. Um, <laughs> but so there we were playing Buffalo Wild, I mean, playing <laughs> Risk uh, at B- B- Buffalo Wild Wings. And it was that p- 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 point after we had eaten we had been there so long it was that point at the night where we were just doing stupid stuff hey i have this cup what if i put two of these chicken bones in there half a napkin a thing of ketchup in there mix it all up uh who would drink this and of who will course- drink this napkin yeah, yeah, this like soggy napkin with ketchup and like old Sprite and Mountain Dew mixed in there, and like you know, just like this terrible concoction of disgusting stuff, right? Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. And we were t- trying to be like, "I'll give you thirty dollars if you if if you can drink this whole thing," uh, and of course, no one would do it, so we moved on. I but don't imagine any of you there. had thirty dollars. <laughs> We p- probably did, but just like that was all we had. Thirty dollars <laughs> to my name. Mm-hmm. But so we moved on because no one was game for drinking disgusting things. Uh, but... <laughs> Nobody wants to suck Sprite out of an old napkin. No thanks. No. Um, but the cup sat there. It stayed there. And we continued playing Risk, because as you know, a game of Risk can be like six hours, right? Uh, so we, we, we sat there playing Risk, and while someone was making a move, they took their piece, reached across the board, knocking over this drink, 
onto the board with all of these silver pieces and 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 stuff like that and the immediate reaction of my friend james who 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 owned this board was to like stand up shoot up and be like my risk board and he flips it mm. He grabs the board and like flips it up to get the liquid off because it's it's this like disgusting like barbecue sauce mixed with ketchup and Sprite and old water and the napkin and, and it's just like <laughs> old water, <laughs> just like melted ice. You know what, what I mean? It's just this disgusting liquid, and it is now all over Middle Earth, <laughs> and. And he 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 lifts it up and flips it, but all of the liquid goes right on to my friend across from him. Just like completely throws it on that guy who just gets showered with all of this disgusting stuff. <laughs> and 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 yeah, it was it was disgusting. The pieces were everywhere it was a nightmare but that was just like it it was such a funny moment for for us that like his first reaction was like oh no we need to pick up the water and get napkins and stuff and like not he like lifted it up and freaked out was like my risk board ah! was it okay I, I i'm sure it was fine <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, I, but it was just—it was just a funny moment of like that was the first thing he went for, and then the poor guy across from him that just got showered with this disgusting stuff all over his face. <laughs> good, good times. <laughs> Speaking I of, don't imagine. Oh, I'm just saying, I don't imagine the Buffalo Wild Wings enjoyed any of this i and i, I don't doubt know they, they did. permitted this to happen i doubt they did i i'm wondering if we like rented out a section or whatnot and that's why we were allowed to be there that did you have long. adults yes there were a, oh. adults there they oh, weren't okay. playing risk with us but we, we had like a big section of the, okay there were, like multiple okay tables that makes stuff. me feel better that it is like a sanctioned church group activity with adult supervision and not just like you and some buddies from your church group <laughs> go and stay too long in an innocent sit-down restaurant <laughs> uh no yeah we we never did that stuff but speaking of restaurants Melissa, yeah. i want to, to know what was the most disappointed you have ever been at a restaurant Oh, I've got one. I don't think I told you this already. Maybe because it's not very exciting, but it fits okay. the bill of the question <laughs> you asked me. I mean, sure. It's it's a simple question. When when okay. were you most disappointed in a restaurant? Okay. Andy's frozen custard. Ugh. Fuck you, Andy. No. <laughs> Not that bad. No, don't don't fuck him. Don't fuck him. No, Andy. hold off. Hold off okay. on any fucking, please. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so last year, I'm hanging out with Jack, and we go to Andy's because she wants Andy's. But I think I'd already, like, I ate dinner late. I wasn't hungry. I didn't mm -hmm. get any. But I'm looking at the menu. And I'm like, oh, they've got a key lime pie, you know, custard concrete. That looks really good. I'm gonna have to come back and get this. 
So I come back like a week or two later. It's already off the menu. It was a seasonal thing. I missed it. Mm-hmm. So I said, next year, next year, I'm making a point of this. And I did. I, I've been looking at their menu. I've been looking at their website. It says key lime pie arriving mid-July. So go. I waited till like July 18th. Like it's mid-July now. A couple days past the halfway mark. You've got to have this. So I go to, <laughs> there's an Andy's frozen custard across the street from where I drop off my recycling. Mm-hmm. I draw, I think I'm going to make a whole night of this. That is packed packed like it looks like it's probably gonna take me 40 minutes to get through the drive-thru because it's in this cute little neighborhood and it's like every family is like let's take the kids out for custard packed so i'm like okay i can't go to this one there's another andy's that's by my house just in the opposite direction of where i was going i'm going to the choices right so i drive to the other andy's (laughs) (laughs) i get out i'm looking at the menu i don't see it I don't see the key lime pie custard and some teen opens the window and he's like, ma'am, can I help you? I'm like, do you have the key lime pie concrete? And he said, yes, we have key lime as a flavor. And like, you make me a medium uh, concrete. I have to keep stopping myself from saying the the proprietary word blizzard. (laughs) Right. Yeah. (laughs) So he makes it for me and I'm looking at the menu and I realize the sign for the summer seasonal special the key lime pie concrete is not up there but in a little list under like the various flavors you could mix into something they have like just lime flavor syrup uh so you just got just regular lime and not right like i think he like i think he misunderstood me misheard me and i'm just gonna get a cup of just lime Uh. frozen custard which is all right, Andy's is good frozen custard, but it wasn't what I wanted. It wasn't. It's what not I even lemon lime. It's just <laughs> lime, and it doesn't have like the pie pieces in it, or like the you know the crust or the whipped yeah. cream. Just lime custard. And womp, I see womp, him making womp, it. I'm like, oh, that's just a green cup. That's just a cup of green stuff. Like it's <laughs> oh, it's fine. You know, I'll get it, and then I'll I guess I'll come back later when they do have key lime pie. Yeah. Pie is the important part. I get the custard. I get home. I take a bite of it. It's not even lime. It's mint. Oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) He just reached through the wrong green bottle. I don't know how it happened. That is disappointing. It was better, though. So I'm like, I don't know what I could have done to doctor up like a plain lime custard but if it's mint i'm like oh i still have thin mints left in my freezer i've got some oreos like i've got chocolatey stuff i can mix in here it's and like, i turned it mint into is something not a good. bad flavor it's just that you, like you were expecting right you you were already disappointed and you weren't getting one thing and then it's just like the weird disappointment and like oh that wasn't even what i got like <laughs> <laughs> But I kept looking at the website, and I did find when they actively said, yes, now we have key lime pie. So finally, I was able to go and get my key lime pie concrete, and it was very good. Good stuff. I, my, good my first job was at an Italian ice shop, Rita's Italian ice. Uh-huh. Uh, and they are very good, and I miss them because we don't have them here in... Richmond, we don't, I think we might have some down in Virginia Beach, but 
there's none here. They're big up in like mm. Maryland and Philly. Okay. Like that. But yeah. Uh, most disappointed I've ever been at a restaurant was at Macaroni Grill. Mm. I, I, do they have macaroni grills out where they, you are? There's some of them. I've never happened to be at one. Okay. They're, they're your typical Italian restaurant, yeah. Olive Garden-like I haven't been Olive Garden that many times because we have a really good local Italian chain called the Pasta House. There you go. Okay. okay the International House. So if we go anywhere, of... we're just going to Pasta House. P- pastas. Um, yeah. So I I used to love their macaroni and cheese. As a kid, uh. I would get their macaroni and cheese because I still hadn't really yes. adventured out yet into like food world and like what is pesto? What is, you know, what is this stuff? What is, like, I just want mac and cheese, guys. Like, not yes. that hard. Uh, and so they had mac and cheese, and it was my favorite macaroni and cheese. Mm. It was amazing. It was great. And they did the, this thing where they p- 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 put uh, paper down on the tables. Uh, it was like a big sheet of paper that you and they would give you crayons and stuff so you could d- yeah. draw on the tables and stuff like that. And when the server came up to get your orders and stuff, they would write their name, be like, hi, I'm Charlie. I'm going to be your server, blah, 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 you know. Um, and yeah, it was good. It was it was it was just it was really, really good mac and cheese with the I'm not a chef, so I don't know the name of the noodles, the like ra- round, like circular ones, the like tubular ones that were cut at angles. Oh, penne. It was it was yeah. Uh <laughs> they they, they used... I figured you would have recognized the shape of a penne noodle just from lost memes. What's the last I love you, Penne. Oh. <laughs> no. <laughs> you haven't seen I that? Haven't I seen saw those. so many I love you, Penne's. <laughs> um, yeah, that's funny. Because, like, like, that's the thing. I've not even seen the meme, but I immediately understand it. Like, it's because right? of his accent. <laughs> it's his accent. <laughs> um, no, but, like, I... They, it, it had a whole bunch of different cheeses, and it was a great cheese sauce, and it was it was melted, and it was like super stringy and melty and cheesy, and it was great. It was a kid's dream, right? Yeah, yeah. I sorry, I googled the phrase "I love you, Penne." It's the first, and I found a picture of a sweatshirt that says "The Penne is mightier than the sword." Penne is mightier. Than... Okay. <laughs> um. But so then I, I I don't remember. I want to say it was for like a birthday. Of uh-huh. mine. I don't think it was for a birthday exactly. So maybe we were celebrating mm-hmm. something uh, like we won like a soccer game or something. And my parents were like, we can go get dinner wherever you want. Where do you want to go? And I was like, I want mac and cheese. Let's go to Macaroni Grill. And mm-hmm. we do and we go and I get my mac and cheese. And Melissa, they changed the recipe. Oh. And it sucked. It was so bad. It, it, it was, it was uh, just like a lot less cheesy. The sauce was completely different. They used a different type of noodle, a different type of cheese for all of their stuff. It was just, it was not good whatsoever. And I was just supremely disappointed. 
did that. It was terrible. That's one of the hardest things to come to terms with as you age. Restaurants changing their menu oh, and they make the food different. So, yeah. Because your mom doesn't do that. Yeah, it's bad. My mom has made potato salad the same way for 30 right? years. Yeah. Well, your mom comes home one day. Sorry, kids. We're under new management. Uh, we have a new... <laughs> Uh, there's they're celery yeah. in it now. <laughs> God, that, that 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 is like the worst feeling though. Like being mm-hmm. disappointed is one thing, but being disappointed in food is is like the worst. The worst yeah. thing. Or 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 like when you have no food and you just like, I don't want to go to the store because I'm too lazy, and then you try to make something out of the the like nothing that you have and it's just like i have a <sighs> butter and something and like peanut butter sandwich <laughs> it's just like what do you do <laughs> peanut butter and uh non-peanut butter yeah. cow butter <laughs> a cow butter sandwich i think the m- one of the most disappointing feelings that nobody talks about is when a family member has a birthday uh-huh. And you're expecting that you're all going to go out for dinner or like order pizza or something. And instead they're like, ah, we have food here. No, there's leftovers we can eat. No, I don't need to go out for Is my that birthday. what you think no, of me? We'll, we'll eat I'm, the leftovers. I'm the leftovers? <laughs> what have I become to you? Mom don't, Mom, don't treat your birthday like leftovers. Right? Or, like, I always wanted to have, like, a nice meal on Christmas Eve. Mm-hmm. And by a nice meal, I mean uh, steak and shake. Okay. <laughs> I Like, the, my parents would get so busy around the holidays. And, like, they plan something for, like, Christmas Day. And it would be Christmas Eve. And they're like, what are we having? And they're like, uh, um, uh, there's tuna. Uh, I cooked for tomorrow already. I didn't cook anything for today. Restaurants are already closed. No, you can't have steak and shake. Yeah. I, I, I think that's... We, we, we don't really have a holiday tradition like that, but that is usually mm. the thing of, of, of like, the, the main stuff we will eat is on Christmas Day. The kind of mm-hmm. day or two before is kind of fend for yourself. We might have something yes. maybe a little more f- fancy here at, at, at the house, but we might just get pizza or we might be like, let's let's go get some Whataburger or something. Oh, um, man. You have Whataburger in Virginia? We don't, but I've I've oh. had it in oh, t- Texas oh, uh, when in I Wyoming? used to live oh, there. Okay. Um, oh, Kyle, yes. I meant to tell you. So my parents went to South Dakota this week. Okay. They drove into Wyoming to look at something. Our parents were all in the same state. There you go. With our parents combined. <laughs> right. I don't know what they're going to do, but it made, it made me feel magical. Yeah. <laughs> Good stuff. Uh, yeah, there, there's. I've, I've, I've been through North and South Dakota once. Not much out there. <laughs> it looks pretty. My parents keep sending me pictures. They saw a bunch of buffalo. Yep. Uh, they sent me a picture of Devil's Tower, and yeah, I'm like, I've I recognize there. this from the mashed potatoes. Been there. Well, from the mashed potato. What are you seeing in your mashed potatoes? <laughs> Close encounters of the third kind. He's seeing premonitions of the aliens, and the aliens are coming to Devil's Tower. And he's eating dinner, and he's sculpting the Devil's Tower out of his mashed potatoes. He's trying to explain it to his wife, and he's like, I don't know, honey. 
it it's just that this is important <laughs> this means something <laughs> i have never seen that one um yeah no never seen it it's a good one i saw it in did i tell you about that like film class uh, film studies for kids class i took no. in the gifted program when I was in the gifted program in elementary school, this one was called Galactic, okay. which stood for gifted alternate learning activities involving children. Wow. <laughs> someone all... really worked hard for that right? one. They went full kids next door on these acronyms and the way this one works. So in middle school, it was like kind of a clubhouse you would go hang out in and they had some scheduled planned activities but a lot of it was like you can you know you free reign over the computers over the board games over these mm -hmm. uh, arts and crafts supplies you kids you know make your own uh, intelligent fun and in elementary school there was one day a week where you would go to a whole separate learning center at the local high school. So they'd bus kids in from all the elementary schools and we had a wing of the high school that was just for us. And we'd go from class to class and we had like a semester of classes that we would sign up for. Okay. And there were no tests or grades or anything. Like it was just a day of different activities in all of these classes. Sure. And I took a film studies class there. They showed us like Casablanca and Citizen Kane. And they showed us movies about being a gifted child, like searching for Bobby Fisher. And I think we watched Close Encounters for one day in that class. Interesting. I, yeah. I, the only film class I took was like a Southern history through film huh. class. Uh, it was like the, the, the most general generic thing you could think of. Uh, I, we ended up watching an episode of, uh, God, why am I blinking on the name right now? That vampire show in the South. True yes, Blood? Yes, there we go. True Blood. We watched an episode of True Blood. We watched another vampire movie. Um, another one? We, we did. That was on the section of, like, gothic horror. Okay. Like, southern okay, gothic that stuff. <laughs> that makes I, sense. And then there were southern vampires. I was expecting it's like okay yeah we're watching in the heat of the night. <laughs> we 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 watched I I think we also watched like Casablanca or something or like Gone with the Wind or who knows what I I don't know. Casablanca takes place in Morocco. See the history of the South. Uh, <laughs> um no I yeah I don't remember exactly what we watched but I remember True Blood because I think we saw a titty in that one. But uh oh yeah. Titties a poppin' in True oh, yeah. Blood. <laughs> I've seen the pilot episode of True Blood in my freshman dorm uh, in, like, the common room. Sometimes the okay. RAs would try and, like, especially during the beginning of the semester, the RAs would try and plan, like, movie nights. And Hello, fellow kids. <laughs> right, and one night it was just, uh, we're going to watch the first episode of True Blood, and if people like it, we're going to keep watching True Blood. <laughs> and I don't think enough people showed up, but I did. That's funny. I I never had a dorm experience. I mm. skipped the dorms immediately. Once I moved here to Richmond, I replaced a Kyle. I moved into a, in a apartment, and I've always been uh -huh. in in a apartment. I I stayed in dorms. 
uh, but then I would go home every weekend. So I had a modified dorm experience. Yeah. I kind so of went to college like that, like, though, to, to, to have like a, hey, here's a show. If anyone wants to watch it, we're starting it yeah. now. And it's just going to be on throughout the next couple months, right? We're just going to be yeah. watching seasons one through eight. Here we go. Mm-hmm. Um, it's kind of a cool thing, though. I like it. Yeah. Interesting that they picked True Blood, uh, a very nude show. It's college but I guess that's kids. college. They that's wanted what they to want. Yeah, Titties they wanted to show us kids like, like you said. this is college, guys. Yeah. We're going to watch a boob show. <laughs> Good stuff. Uh, other TV news, the one thing I wanted to mention, Mulan. Coming to Disney Plus uh, for $30. Down the road here, I don't remember exactly when they said the release date would be, but it's coming soon. How um, how long do you have it for the $30? I don't know. I should have pulled up an article. Uh, too bad I don't have a machine right in front of me uh, where we could find right. out this information. There's no such technology uh, mm-hmm. whatsoever, uh, which is a shame because that would be super handy, super helpful, right? Uh, mm. No, I... Um, I wanted to see what you thought of of having Mulan come to Disney Plus for thirty dollars because this is thirty bucks on top of your subscription already. Uh huh. Uh huh. I I think it's a decent idea. It just depends on how long they give it to you for. Because I uh, I think for Scoob when Scoob came out because I needed to watch that immediately. Like because we were doing a reactor core episode about yeah. it. It was a brand new rental that was 20 bucks and I got it for two days and I wished it was either cheaper or I had it for longer. So for 30 bucks on top of a subscription price, you're already paying. I'd want to have it for at least five days. Yeah. I think having, or have it come with like bonus features. Well, I don't know if they'd have anything ready at this time, but then, like a 10 minute featurette or something some bonus tacked on there uh let's see here so according to the verge uh mulan is heading to disney plus on september 4th for 30 dollars uh blah 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 let's 30 dollar fee will be on top of the 6.99 subscriber fee for disney plus customers uh the company told insider that the 30 dollars acts as a purchase as long as people subscribe to Disney Plus, they'll be able to oh. access the film. So okay, that's you'll, not you'll bad. Just, I guess eventually have the film on Disney Plus. I wonder if I wonder if they would add featurettes onto that. Like I know I don't tend to buy digital movies, but I think if you buy something off like Apple, it can come with some bonus stuff. I know some platforms offer. I, I think that'd be nice if they added that on whenever they had I it. I would imagine they would eventually just make it available to everyone. And yeah. this is just yeah. to like, hey, you can pay $30 now and have it in the library for as long as you mm. want now. And then maybe in a year from now, we'll actually put this out on Disney Plus for everyone. Um, mm-hmm. For for. Where you don't have to pay the extra priority, yeah. but there Disney Plus is also really really good with doing like behind the scenes documentaries and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Like they did one for the Mandalorian, a- they did one for all all sorts of stuff. Uh, so I, I they, wouldn't put uh, this w- 
past them to just be like, hey, here's a yeah. here's a commentary thing or here's something else, right? <laughs> I thought you were going to stop. Like, here's a common. We made a documentary about common. I, look, I that I'd be I'd be all about that, <laughs> right? Strange, but all, okay, I'll take right? it. I'll learn about his life. Today, I think they released a documentary about the lyricist Howard Ashman, who wrote the lyrics for Little Mermaid uh, and Beauty and the Beast. And yes, I, had other I did see to his name. He an advertisement for that somewhere. Yeah, I'm going to check that out at some point. He uh, died tragically young, so I'm going to have to save it for a time when I feel like learning and being sad. And I don't know when that time will be. Yeah. But uh, for in his honor, I will watch the documentary about him. Yeah. But how, uh, so now knowing that you have to pay the thirty dollars on top of the fee, but you get access to it basically from the time you pay forward. Mm. How does that make you feel? Like, are are you okay with Disney doing stuff like this for more movies? Yeah, I, yeah, I think that's a decent. Uh, it's a decent plan, and I think it works really well for families. Mm -hmm. Like, some of these movies I've rented, they seem expensive to me because I'm the only person who is going to watch them. And, like, when I paid 20 bucks for Scoob, I would have paid 10 bucks to, like, actually go see it in a movie theater. But if I was a family, you know, family of four... Oh, I would have paid 40 bucks to take all of us to see it in the movie theater. I just pay 20 at home. It's half the cost and we can all see it together on the couch in our pajamas. Yeah, it's good for families in that sense. Yeah. I I don't necessarily like the price. I think it's way too expensive. Mm -hmm. I I could see 20. I, I think that's how much Scoob yeah. was. I, I think that's what you yeah. mentioned. Mm -hmm. That made sense because that is about equivalent of what i would pay if i went to the movie theaters just mm. by myself and bought one ticket and then bought like a snack right um yeah i i, I would pay roughly about that much there so that makes sense but i'm i'm wondering like how much of this are they considering a convenience fee versus like hey it's it's always going to be cheaper to go see it in theaters or see movies in theaters once theaters open back up but yeah like how how much of this do they consider a convenience fee like we're charging you more because it's convenient and you can watch it at your house mm -hmm. I, don't, I, I don't know maybe this I, is when we're <laughs> Maybe this is the time to figure out, like, what is an appropriate convenience fee? Let's set it yeah. here. Maybe for the next movie, it's $25, you know, depending on the feedback. That's the thing. Like, I, I could understand them charging more for maybe the stuff that they know. It, well, that, that's the thing. Like, I, I feel like Mulan will do gangbusters for them anyways. But... Mm -hmm. Like I'm in in my mind, I'm comparing Mulan to like Black Widow, right? I feel like Black yeah. Widow is gonna smash it. Is gonna smash. Yeah, Mulan. like that. I would buy. Uh, no question. If that was my only option. Sure. Yeah. Whereas Mulan, I'm like, I mean, I could see paying twenty if I was really into Mulan, but I I really don't want to pay the thirty bucks to go see Mulan. Mulan. Like I I feel mm -hmm. like that's way too much. 
Mm-hmm. But I don't know. Or 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 just the fact that it's on top of my subscription already. Like, can you do it where it's like 30 bucks to non-subscribers and then like 25 bucks for people who are already subscribed? Your service? Like, or if, or if they had like a pre-order option. Yeah, if you, something. you know, the... Yeah, the day we announce it, if you order in the next five days, you get five dollars yeah. off. Something like that would be neat. I, I, I just don't think thirty bucks is it. Not a good look, in my opinion. But oh, it, for me, it would depend on. I like how much time you get with the movie, but it would also depend on what kind of bonuses they're able to add sure. on there. Sure. And yeah, I, I think in general, I like it. I like that the I that that, that they are starting to be. <laughs> Come more and more okay with releasing stuff on digital uh mm. but at like i i i don't know like i don't want movie theaters to go out of business but i can see movie theaters then starting to focus on more like special experiences and really making yeah. them like hey, this is a special experience and i kind of like that too yeah like do it like um I have like if it's a theater with a bar, I have like a custom cocktail, Alamo, or just a custom snack. Yeah. It's like oh, we made a uh, candy popcorn tonight. Yeah, it's colored and it's fruit flavored. It's special. I'm like heck, we'll give you an extra two bucks for that. Sure. Yeah, like I, 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 I think we're reluctant to give up movie theaters because of how mm. eventized it has been. Of just like let's yeah. go to the movies, right? Um, yes. So I, I. I like that, but I'm also like I would love to just sit at home and watch that stuff. Not me. I like the theaters. I've had two very vivid dreams this week Ooh. about local movie really? theaters. Do, you, do yeah. you remember them? Yeah, yeah. I I went to Ronnie's, and I'm watching something on the big. Uh, when you go into the Ronnie's, which is the biggest theater around here, it has like 20 screens. Mm-hmm. And it has like a little like diner in the lobby that's set up to look like a, like an old like 1950s drive-in. So like you're sitting in a booth that looks like an old car and they've got a big projector screen where I think they're showing just like old public domain movies or episodes of I Love Lucy, stuff like mm-hmm. that. In a dream, I'm just standing in a big crowd and we're not in any of the theaters. We're just watching that movie play over the Fred's drive-in mm-hmm. diner. And I did remember when I was telling you about the Galaxy Theater and how it's got that second level where they were supposed to put an arcade and they never did. Okay. So I had a dream that they have movie posters up there, which they don't in real life. There's nothing up there except an ominous glowing red neon sign that says redemption. (laughs) I dreamt that they had movie posters up there. One of them was a poster for Doolittle that had Michael Sheen's character on it. And I'm like, I got to get this for Jack. <laughs> this is your gift. It's, it's, it's a Doolittle poster. It's Doolittle merchandise. Did I trip that they also Things had the movie weird. poster for the Nicolas Cage movie Lord of War? Okay. Where he's uh, like a weapons dealer, weapons yep. manufacturer. I think that's based off of a comic I've book. Nev- I don't know. I've never seen the movie. But I remember the poster was like, bullets and weaponry and stuff and it's a mosaic that makes up his face and i had a dream that i went up to the second level and they've got all these movie posters 
and like to promote the movie Lord of War, they had like bullets lying around, not real ones, like plastic ones, but they're just like in piles on the floor. Sure. And it's like, yeah, take a a Lord of War promotional bullet. Take it to your friends. That's so funny. Did I t- t- tell you about my bullet sculpture that I made in yes. high school? Yeah. Yeah. I, I made a, a peace sign and an American flag out of bullet shells, real ones. Uh, and they, they, they were all spent. But yeah, there was one one g- 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 girl who was looking l- 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 at at the thing and goes, this is really good. What are these? I was like, oh, they're bullet shells. And just immediately when she hears that, she just goes like completely white-faced and goes, oh, so many people must have died to make this. (laughs) (laughs) Like you had access to an evidence locker. (laughs) Like, no, I just went to the gun range and picked them up off the ground. (laughs) That's all I did. (laughs) Hmm. But yeah, <laughs> that was so funny. <laughs> Next one, I should make Nicolas Cage's face <laughs> out of bullet shells. <laughs> out of anything. <laughs> Good stuff. Uh, Melissa, you have written down here, you accidentally spent the week in the Uncanny Valley. Yes. What is this? Do you remember a couple weeks ago I was talking about I had vague fuzzy memories of the movie Bicentennial Man and I was like is that a real movie I watched it this week heck it's it's a weird one it's so strange this is a movie I remember seeing and liking when I was 10 years old I felt touched by it the message of the film worked on me Mm -hmm. And watching it for the first time in years as an adult, I can still see everything that worked on 10-year-old me, but I can see how preposterous <laughs> the movie is, how unsettling the movie is. The, if you don't know, Robin Williams plays an android who slowly upgrades his body with biomechanics until he's eventually completely human and mortal and he dies at age 200. That's the title, Bicentennial Man. Weird movie. I remember, like, I, I think it was a couple weeks ago, I asked you a mm. question of, like, when you think of Block Buster, what are the movies that you think of? This is one of the ones that I think of. I, mm. I, it was around that time. I remember seeing it yeah. uh, in the stores, yeah. all of that stuff. I don't think I've ever actually seen the movie. I might have caught a little bit here and there on TV. But I remember, uh, like, I remember seeing commercials and trailers and stuff like that. I don't think it's a movie you for, forget if you have seen it. It's very <laughs> unique. It's watching the movie felt like drinking straight vanilla extract. It's so obnoxiously I've never done sweet. That before, so I. <laughs> but like vanilla extract, it's it's not like maple syrup or something. It's not just sweet. It's like out. Al- it's like an alcohol. Like it's sharp. It's very overpowering, and that's what this movie is like. Like, it's sweet to such a high degree and unsettling to such a high degree. Uh-huh. It's like I, I take one taste of it, and I want to, like, backpedal away. Weird. I need it diluted. It's too concentrated. Like, was, was the CGI just, like, way too smooth and... Oh, no, no, it's a practical effect, Kyle. Oh. They wrap Robin Williams in an android suit. Oh, man. Is. This is what I'm talking about when Going I say it. <laughs> it went to the uncanny valley. 
The next night, I watched Dick Tracy. Okay. (laughs) Which is all prosthetics. It's based on these old comics. Mm-hmm. Dick Tracy's basically just like a cop, I guess, and he wears a yellow trench coat and hat yep. and has a radio watch, Indeed. which was the bee's knees in 1932, I, I suppose. My grandpa was a big fan of Dick Tracy comics, and uh, when he passed away, I, my, my mom tr- tried to give me a like a binder full of like photocopied Dick Tracy comics that he had kept photocopy yeah just like from news papers or books or who knows what of just like when he was a kid somehow like these were his favorite comics and someone found Mm. like a collection of them and i guess like photocopied them for him or something and i was just like i Mm -hmm. like thanks but i don't really need photocopies of the dick tracy comics (laughs) right but all of his enemies are these really cartoonish looking goods. Mm-hmm. Dick Tracy wears a preposterous outfit, but he looks like a man. His enemies, they, they'll have like a giant nose or there's a guy named, I think like little face and his face is small in the middle of a giant head. He looks like a jack-o'-lantern somebody made wrong. There you go. Good stuff. <laughs> like I printed out the template, but whoops, my pumpkin's too big. I can't print out another template. I just have to punch on these little eyes. And what this is this, a template pumpkin. for ants? <laughs> right. That's what he looks like. They're all weirdos. They're all prosthetic weirdos. Yeah. And it's uh, it's so unsettling and g- gross. That's, I mean, that's kind of Batman, though. Like, that's comics I, no, nowadays. Watch, no, I was watching Dick Tracy, and I'm like, this makes Batman Returns look like a regular time. <laughs> it makes that movie look exceptionally normal. Yeah. It's, uh, I don't know, like, there's no charm. I'm watching a board meeting with all of these prosthetic goons with their weird proportions. <laughs> like, this is the least appealing place I've ever seen in a film. Outside of things that are obvi- obviously dystopian, like, of course, I'm not going to go into a Mad Max world. Uh-huh. But this is like a a city where there's, like, cars and phones and food and, like, dresses and things, but I still don't want to go there. <laughs> yeah. Good stuff. Like, I, yeah. I don't know. I... Trying to think of like the weirdest, like uncanny valley level thing I've seen. Nothing is coming to mind though. I'm like, I'm wondering if we go back to go watch like iRobot or something. <laughs> Final Fantasy, The Spirits Within. Yeah, right? <laughs> A terrible movie. Bad stuff. Um, yeah. Well, Melissa, you had a question written oh, yes. down here. But what do you say we save that for next week? Okay. Because I, I have a game that we can kind of play based off of that. Heck. Uh, All so, right. The anecdotal keep. Yeah. Next week, we're going to be t- 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 talking about some of the dumbest things we have Googled. Uh, mm-hmm. It'll be a great t- time, I'm sure. Uh, we're going to be playing a kind of Google search game that we can oh. play. So I I have a couple of them written down. I'll c- come up with a couple more. It's not hard to make. Uh, they're super simple. But 
you guys can look forward to all of that next time. Yeah. Let's wrap things up here uh, for now, though. Yeah. A little bit of housekeeping for you all. Be on the lookout for our latest Patreon-exclusive episode of the Reactor Core, uh, which should be up by time this is public. Uh, mm-hmm. So be on the lookout for that. That was our third installment of our movie trailer reactions, uh, which will be coming uh, just in time because what we are covering on the review show this week, we also watched the trailer for in that yeah. in that uh, in that podcast. So that was a lot of fun. Be on the lookout for all of that stuff. We are covering uh, Murder on the Orient Express. Uh, this week on yeah. the review show and also coming up yeah. soon our umbrella academy season two coverage on the reactor mm-hmm. course so we got all sorts of things coming up uh down yes the, down the road we got tons of podcasts you guys can keep up with them all on our website the whatnots.com or wherever you get your podcasts uh just t- type in the whatnots and all of our shows will pop up right there you like what we do, patreon.com slash the whatnots is where you can support us for as little as a dollar a month. Uh, the $3 tier will get you access to all that exclusive content for all of our shows. Uh, and of course, we want to give a big shout out uh, to Sam, uh, who is one of our patrons at the $5 tier. So thank you, Sam, for helping us out and supporting us. Uh, we appreciate it so much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, it means Thank a you. lot. Yeah. That being said, Melissa, where can the people find you on the internet? You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at WilkyWit. That's W-I-L-K-Y-W-I-T. You can find me at Yo Kyle Springer on Twitter and Instagram. If you guys want to stay up to date with our shows, we are at the Whatnots on Twitter. Go like, share, subscribe, do all of that stuff. It would help us out a ton. Uh, subscribe to us on YouTube. We're sitting at 82, at 82 subscribers uh, right now. So it would be nice to bump that up to 100 one day soon. So if you could help us out and spread the word, that would be great. But that wraps us up. This has been episode mm-hmm. 106 of the Captain's Log. We will see you guys next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.